0: Well, a few reasons to fly Living in the city just ain't for me I want to go back to the country And take me to Texas I want to go down that open road And take me to Texas
1: Coffee cup. Put the dog on the porch and turn up your radio. This is the outdoor zone with TJ and Cody Ryan, live from the bunkhouse. There's a place up and I'm going just as fast as my feet can Come away, come away, All right.
2: going. Need to think and Got it going on this morning. Welcome to the bunkhouse. Just an old tin shack on the back of the ranch. We call it home every Sunday morning, live right here on the Austin Radio Network, 104.9 The Horn, the flagship station for UT Sports. This morning I'm live in the bunkhouse with Beefsteak. I'll be the captain today while TJ and Cody Ryan are out on the lake. Uh, doing important stuff, or at least that's what they tell me. I don't know. Are y'all are y'all hooked up and here? what? I can't hear you. What? What is going on
0: here? Who is taking over <laughs> what is going on here? I
2: have grabbed the helm of the ship. No. Watch out.
0: Dog dog. Abort. Abort mission.
2: <laughs> Abort mission. Oh uh, this is the kind of thing you only get in one place, right? Where we got like
0: where I wake up in the middle of the night I'm sweating I'm I'm crying and don't know why and oh and then I realize it's a nightmare beefsteak <laughs> is
2: taking over <laughs> uh, you know I have the power I have my finger I have a there's a big button here where I can just uh, make make all things happen so watch what oh. you say today Cody
1: yes, uh, hey, well, yes beefsteak thank you for sitting in the boathouse. we are live
0: at the final. Bassmaster Open at
1: the Central
0: Central Open. Yes, Bassmaster Central Open here, and uh, we're outside. Of, we're in Pell City, Alabama, just outside of Birmingham. Oh, so, we're here. We're, we're here. here. We'll tell more about the adventure on the way up here in the next segment. But it
1: is the second day of September and the second day of tough season. The big question is, did beam steak? To go shoot his gun at birds flying through the area. Yesterday. At them,
0: at them is what he does.
2: Uh, you know, do you really have to bring that up right now? I <laughs> I, uh, I was scrambling. <laughs> I I was sitting there and and uh, I'm looking at the different pictures. I'm seeing our buddies from the bunkhouse on Tuesday nights. They're out there. They got kids nine, ten years old with hands full of birds. And what am I doing? I'm putting in fence uh, looking
0: at Facebook
2: no, I'm putting in <laughs> fence posts at home, so uh, you know
1: and watching the birds flying over from your house to the wilderness preserve behind your house
2: uh yeah, actually, uh, yep, yep, I pointed my finger at them and did the ch several times, but no, I did not even burn a shell, so the first time in what five years, yeah, many years not... or
1: so. I have on my little piece of paper here, ladies and gentlemen, if you're listening to this show, this is a shout-out for poor beefsteak. He needs a place to go dove hunting. Yeah. He so needs a place uh, to go. And if you would please just invite him out, that would be a a, a great thing for humanity. <laughs> <laughs> this is where that Sarah McLachlan song starts playing yes. in the background. Ladies and gentlemen... For the last five years, he's been in the field on opening day.
0: And look at his sad face. Our,
1: our spot has gone away. Developers are now turning it into a plethora of beautiful homes for people yeah. who are going to be moving into that area. And, uh, yeah, it was a sad thing. And by the way, I could not find the developer's phone number. Yeah,
2: sure. America. Just like I couldn't find it,
1: I I couldn't remember the guys. So you got two guys. You got the the home builder, and then you got the guy who's tearing all the stuff down. And the tearing all the stuff down guy, I could not figure out who he was or remember who he was. So well,
2: that's okay. I mean, uh, you know, I had to break a window in the back to get in this morning. So, you know, we're uh, we're 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 good. (laughs) It's okay. We're gonna have to pay for that. So if there's a broken, I'm just letting you know. You know, to get in the bunkhouse this morning
0: you got nothing else going on. I mean, you're not hunting or anything, so you can fix that window.
2: Oh, <laughs> just rub that in. I didn't see so you all shooting it. too many birds, but I guess that's because you were on the way to an important uh, meeting out there in uh, we Alabama. Did.
1: We felt it. We felt it, too. Uh, you know, uh, on days gone by, we hunted the South Austin, Utah area, and uh, we saw Trey Webb and his buddies, I guess, hunted in the Pflugerville area. They yeah. They buddies hunting in Pflugerville area, and they, they were limited out, posting pictures of being limited out by, I don't know, man. It was early. Yeah, it was uh, real early. It was real early. And then uh, daughter Taylor and CJ and uh, their dog boy uh, were out dog boy. Uh, near Taylor, Texas, I would imagine. They're up in that area. And uh they were busting birds up there for an evening hunt.
0: Yeah, and there was there was uh, uh, one of
1: their buddies uh limited out and yeah. while
0: while we were listening. Yeah, what we did was we were FaceTiming.
1: Now I was driving, he was FaceTiming.
0: Yeah. I had my little sister set up the phone, her phone, so we could FaceTime uh so I could we could pretend like we were in the duck fields <laughs> with it. And, wow uh, that was pretty funny that was that was I guess, the hardest part of not catching dove season because we got up at four o'clock and hit the road to come here to alabama for the for the bassmaster event so really dove season other than some text from buddies uh really didn't cross my mind but a few times until yesterday afternoon i was facetiming my little sister from the dove field and uh, watching her kill birds. Yeah, I was like, well, just go ahead and just lean your phone up against that ammo box right there and just let me watch for a little while.
2: <laughs> so it was doubly bad because all of the pictures, you know how Facebook reminds you of, hey, a year ago today, you oh. were blank, blank, blank. And so it just kept annoying me. It just kept tantalizing. Is I got like, a boom. picture
1: of, for some reason, my Facebook reminder picture pop, that popped up, was of you and your dog on my memory.
2: Isn't that great?
1: No. (laughs) How do you program that in? And it was from three years ago.
2: Well, I remember, you know, you were, I remember the look. Uh, TJ, you're just mad because I brought a German Shepherd mix out there, and he did go grab a bird. He did go. He didn't quite get the whole thing about, it falling from the sky and watching it, but if you told him to go find a bird, he would find it. And, uh, I think you were skeptical and, uh, a little bit jealous, maybe. That's what I'm thinking. Go ahead. There's a pause in the radio station. Do we have a bad connection? I can't quite. And then, uh, he also brought, he brought his dog out too. I mean, Rudy came out to the show and, it's interesting because then I had another friend bring out a another dog just to see if um you know he was kind of gun broke or you know the shotgun just been working with him to make sure that the the dog could handle the uh, shotgun blast and I don't know I some people say that it's programmed into certain dogs I don't believe that I you know I believe that you if you train them the right way, you bring them out during Fourth of July, get them used to the fireworks. The uh, all the books and all the old guys say, all you got to do is the way you act is the way they're gonna act. So you don't act scared around fireworks. You don't. Uh, you do something fun with them while they're hearing the loud blasts, and uh, you can break them of the old habits where they get scared, or you can uh, bring them up the right way. Well so
1: we've got some we're gonna do some hunting here and uh we're gonna do some some hunting in uh the next week or so and uh on some evening hunts and um so you're uh, you're gonna be welcome. What which one do you need to do?
0: I oh. need to turn my headphones down.
2: Okay, well I think that's
0: yours. No, that was just turned my Now
2: me. you two don't fight. No fighting, okay. And,
0: uh, it's done. Yeah, he keeps yeah, he just sitting
1: here, look. He's he's that, that This it. reminds
2: me of the that uh, those cross country trips going back to mom's house. You know, uh, he's touching my side of the of the chair. No, he's not. <laughs> yeah, yes, he was, is. Uh, All right, we the seatbelt is. We just the...
1: tried to. Uh, we just went through that. We're at the Holiday Inn Express, which I expressly don't stay at these. But Cody and his. Uh, lovely bride have uh, strategically have to stay. You know, you got to stay where you got to stay to get the job done for the fishing tournament. And I I refused to stay at, hol- at these Holiday Inns because one of them refused to let the editor of Field and Stream magazine stay in their hotel uh, and bring his guns, his hunting rifles inside to put them in his room while he slept that night. And he wrote about it, and I have exclusively refused to stay at in Holiday Inn since then. Wow. Uh, but we are here today, and uh, the room was great. Slept like a rock, but the breakfast is...
2: Well, it's good because then, think, you know, desired. since you stayed at the Holiday Inn Express, if the baby does come, you could deliver it yourself because that's what happens, right? You watch the commercials, and if you stay at a Holiday Inn Express, you can do amazing things. According to the commercial. Oh, no, no,
0: no, no. So I've got a child due in two weeks, and it's two weeks. not coming this week. Two weeks. The wife is not with us, so.
2: Okay. No oh.
0: chance. There's the baby no <laughs> express babies being born.
2: We have
1: a baby born. It's going to be born in a Hilton or a Marriott. <laughs> <laughs> Someplace where when they tell the story and give us the free coupon for that baby to stay there whenever they want for the rest of their life. That's <laughs> good.
2: You probably get that room. Well, tell you what, we're going to go and we're going to flip the batteries. We got to get it, put a new set of batteries in over here. So we're going to take All a break. Right. And uh, but when we do come back, we want to talk to uh, Cody and TJ about their amazing adventure, about getting there, about how they got there, and just anything that happened along the way. We're going to cover that. And we got we plenty. You,
1: we cannot tell you everything.
2: Well, not everything, but, well, we'll see. We'll see if I can get it out of you. And then, uh, also, we've got plenty of good stuff coming up with news of the weird after that. And, uh, we got some, uh, just great, great material. So come on back. We'll be talking a little bit more about opening season and the lack of for me. And everybody can cry a little tear. And, uh,. And if anybody out there has a uh, has a story about opening day and they'd like to call in and share it, then come on. Call in to 512-447-3776. Or you can text over here at 512-337-3776. And uh, let us know about your big adventure. All right, we're out. We're going to see you on the flip side. Come back and listen to TJ and Cody talk about their big adventure. To the bunkhouse. You know, on the Outdoor Zone, we're always shopping at Mother Nature's Grocery Store. Fresh and delicious meats of every flavor. Pork, venison, fowl, and even a delicious bass. No. Yes. we. Oh, you got to throw them back today. But post your shopping pictures on our Facebook at TheOutdoorZone.com. And you can always listen to us. At the outdoor zone, dot, uh, the outdoor zone on iTunes, and so we're back. Uh, we recharged the batteries. We put a new set of batteries in, so we shouldn't have any connection problems with you all out there in Alabama. This is beefsteak. I'm uh, Alan. At, thank goodness. I I am at the helm today, captain of the ship, and they don't like it very much. I can I can just feel it that they're remote and they don't have the power. And uh, so, I, Cody, you're struggling a little bit, aren't you?
0: Captain Beefsteak. This must be where like what happens when somebody, a pirate takes over a ship. Uh, this, this week we got here only because of our friends at Sun Auto Service. They're family-owned and operated auto repair and maintenance company since 1978. They've worked hard every day to keep your trust. Keep your vehicle running like new. And man, that diesel ran all the way up here. Not Dude. a hitch. Didn't run hot. Okay. So good. It just, I mean, we had the oil stains. I felt confident about what was going on because I so have good. my truck maintained by ASE Certified Technicians at Sun Auto Service. 405 West Slaughter Lane is the location I use. They got one at 1300 Medical Parkway, 1403. Rivery Boulevard in Georgetown and now at 1206 Ranch Road 620. They've got all kinds of deals and specials and coupons and information on their website, sunautoservice.com. So we, uh, we are at the final Central
1: Bassmaster Open. Cody's fishing here, uh, Lake Logan Martin. Logan Martin. We're on the east side of Birmingham, Alabama. Just about twenty minutes out, we uh, we flew up. Uh, we didn't even go thirty five. We went. We cut across seventy nine and kind of like old East Texas highways until we got to Interstate twenty, and uh, it was great. In the middle of uh, uh, just as we were going through the, the greenest part, the darkest part of uh, East Texas, we found a little cafe on the side of the road, and, and Steve Steak. You know how I love those little. Uh okay. country cafes and, and a couple of little old ladies there just cooking breakfast for folks and stopped in there and had breakfast. We left about five yesterday morning. Yeah. yeah. And uh we got in here uh about six thirty, seven, something like that. We stopped yeah. yeah, we stopped a couple of times, had lunch and dinner and uh but it was great. Drove through a lot of rain. Everything here is green.
0: They are not missing rain here in Alabama. And yeah, the few places we stopped, like for dinner when we got here and uh, the Bass Pro Shops when we got here, we uh, we were just going, man, they're plants, like their shrubs and their, their flowers are green. Yeah, the grass is green everywhere and cut like an inch tall. I mean, it's like
1: to perfection,
0: like you would like the way you cut it to scalp it to kill it back home. is how <laughs> all of their grass is, but it's like golf course, you know, it is
1: so good. They've had plenty of rain here. The weather was, uh, but you know, the I, I hadn't done a, a power drive in a really long time. And, uh, and I have to say, I have to say, that big boat just pulls like a charm behind that diesel, Chevy diesel you're driving, dude.
0: I'm yeah. I'm telling you. I, yeah. I, I know. You don't even hardly know. Once you get up and rolling, you just don't even know. The only thing is, is those tires are so loud. Yeah. I got a little knobby tires, and they're starting to – they weren't noisy. When they were brand new. When they were new. for Well, for about the first 20,000 miles, they weren't loud. But as they've worn down, and now I've got about forty thousand on them, and I'm hoping just to skate till we, I'm hoping to slide in home with (laughs) on on the tires we got, and uh, I'll get a new set. Well, I'll tell you, I, I mean, I've pulled a lot of stuff in my
1: day, and that I'm just impressed. Yeah, it was a great drive, and the, and you know, I mean. You can do power drive. We
0: drove from Austin,
1: Texas, to Birmingham, Alabama, in one day, and
2: yeah,
0: it, was, it wasn't all that bad. No, it really wasn't. And I and I really I have a hard time with other people driving, doing the driving. Like I'm the guy that's like, no, let me drive. I'll just drive it. And I think what was essential when you're going on a 12, 13 hour drive, Power drive, or, yeah, is is really switch off. I mean that was like you know, and you only drove you drove a I mean, you drove four hours or so probably, yeah, of the drive. But it yeah. allowed me I didn't realize, but it allowed me to relax a little bit. You know, I didn't take a nap or anything. But just not be tensed up, you know, in that tensed up driving mode. And the two hour two two of your hours were spent in the pouring down rain. So that worked out great for me. I was relaxed and yeah
1: kicking back and what was he doing reading Bassmaster
0: magazine
2: <laughs> rain you, you had rain what you saw rain oh,
1: man it was tons of rain out here in clouds and overcast and it was it's nice 80 in the 80s the temp but so cody uh i mean this is a chance where you talk a little bit about what you're doing to this, this week what what's,
0: what's where yeah, we're at I mean, so uh this is the final Bassmaster open uh this is the last shot to uh qualify for the championship that happens at table rock um uh, the top 10 guys will uh will qualify uh in points and then the winner from each event will qualify so not many people qualify for the year-end championship there in table rock uh, i'm not yet in the running i won't be for points so this is a win or win you know hero or zero tournament for me where i've got to win to make it to the final championship and a shot at you know the elite series or whatever that looks like uh, moving into the final year so um they released the uh, bass master open schedule for next year which is absolutely an incredible schedule it's going to be amazing uh the flw released their costa and tour schedule for next year both of those i mean i don't have a complaint with any series any bass fishing tournament series schedule for 2019 they're fantastic i do have a problem but i at this point i don't have to worry about it because i've not qualified for the bassmaster elite series but if I if I had or if I do, uh, it would it would be uh, it would be with the Bassmaster Elite Series schedule for next year. They go from California to New York to Texas. I mean, you can't stretch it out much further than that.
1: Well, and uh, but your your schedule, your the Central schedule, you're supposed to go to Wisconsin.
0: Well, that's that's kind of how what, they have how it. How do you make that? It's yeah, so Bassmaster Southern
1: Central.
0: Bassmaster has kind of turned these Bassmaster Opens into I mean, it's another traveling trail. You have to be a committed angler. It's not just a jackpot tournament series. Uh and so what they've what they've done is they've divided it just into two sections of the country. You've got Central and Eastern. And they run from south to north in the Central and south to north in the eastern. They'll go from Florida to New York in the eastern division. And for for us, yeah, we're going from Texas to Wisconsin next year. Which is I mean, I know mean, so you get some cheese carts up there, I guess, you know. <laughs> so you'll be doing a little cheese fishing there. Oh, get some cheese carts Christ cheese, cheese. Cheese square head hats. Doub bears to wear while you're fishing up there. Duh Bears.
1: I was going to say that
0: bunch. That's not even the right area, but it, <laughs> yeah, it's that, north of us, <laughs> Yeah. You know. It's bears.
1: Well, it, it was amazing, too, pulling in here. And uh, we saw a few boats on the road, but not a lot. But once we got here and pulled into the hotels, man, every, these two hotels, ours and the Hampton Inn next door, stacked up. Trucks and boats, trucks and boats. Yeah,
0: and normally the last several Tru- years.
1: Drive somebody passing through town just trying to find a room and a parking place. Oh, yeah. You know, you'd have half the rooms are full, but there are all every park inch of the parking lot is taken up by a boat and a truck.
0: Well, that's, you know, the last several years I've been traveling with a group of guys and, uh, and staying in houses. And so this was not something I had done in a while in quite a while is stay in a hotel, motel living while on the road. Uh, for, for a reason, you know, you get in a house and you got no other noise and people around. And so it's nice. But yeah, this is, uh, this is, this is something I hadn't done in a while, but, but I had to make sure, uh, like I was telling you last night, I said, okay, we've got one shot at this. You've got, to, we've got to mark our territory. So uh, yeah, where we, parking lot. where we park this truck and boat. Right now, defines the rest of our week's parking. <laughs> so you gotta, and, and I really, honestly, you'll see. Well, say, there's guys out tonight. there with the cones. Yeah, that's there's a great cones idea. Out there. And normally, normally I would bring cones. I used to when I would stay in hotels and motels a lot, but I hadn't in so long I didn't even think about it. But I got a stack of them right by my shop
1: for a reason. Well, I wonder if we could just get like trash cans or. <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, i I'm telling you, I peed. Right where I parked <laughs> last night. So I marked it. And uh, that's
2: Beef the way it works. Steak. I think Beef you need steak. some, uh, you need to find a Home Depot and or Lowe's and hey, go grab right some here. of that orange marker paint that you can spray oh. upside oh, down.
1: Oh,
2: yeah. <laughs> 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 and you could even do a commercial. Hey,
1: what are you doing in my parking lot?
2: <laughs> you could even write the uh, outdoors. Oh, wait a minute. No, we don't want to do that. Dot com. (laughs) Yeah. Call us.
0: Beef beef steaks number.
2: I think it's a good idea. Or you could pile up some of those uh, handicap signs, you know, just roll them over. Never mind. All right. So, tell you what, guys, all that stuff is really good, but we have to take another break. And so, coming up on the flip side, we're going to continue maybe just a little bit more about the... uh, adventure that the boys are on out in Alabama. Sounds like a lot of fun for them. We've
0: got to tell you our bear story, our bear story, too, coming up after News of the Weird next.
2: Oh, that is interesting, a bear story. Okay, maybe we can get some uh, beef jerky, bears, and bass fishing. So, up next, uh, coming up is the News of the Weird. You don't want to miss it because we got what's weirder than California and Kissing Bugs. Don't know, but TJ will probably tell you about it when you come back. So uh, make sure you get a cup of coffee, jump back in, relax, and enjoy the show here at 104.9 The Horn, the Outdoor Zone, live in the bunkhouse.
1: Bro, Ron Sheffield, my fish, FLW. You're listening to the outdoors on Fish On. Up this morning before the sun,
2: fixed me some coffee and a honey bun. Jumped in the pickup, gave her the gas, I'm going out to catch a five-pound bag. Down by the lakeside, just off the ramp, all them people sleeping in their fishing camps, some out in the buff town. Oh, I'm just singing along. This is great being in the bunkhouse alone. Yeah, I got total control. No one can shut me off. I got the door barricaded and the shotgun. So watch out, boys. No one can get in here. I'm holed up, as they say. Hey, this is your deer-shooting, flounder-gigging, dove-blasting, hog-dogging, bass-catching, mountain-climbing, fly-fishing, four-wheeling, adrenaline-junkie, outdoor-zone radio show. We're broadcasting live from the bunkhouse here in South, South, South Austin. That's right. Let's get it all here on 104.9. We got Cody and TJ remote today in Alabama, the beautiful state of Alabama. You're trying to uh, go for the gold. Cody is fishing today and going to bring out the KOZ boat, put it out on the water, and fly that flag proudly for the uh, for the whole KOZ environment and the boys that uh, get involved in the outdoors and the great things that it does. So welcome back, boys.
0: Thank you. Thank you. Yes, and uh, if I wasn't out here fishing, uh, I would be in town, Making sure my shotgun fires, and if it, if I had any issues, I just take it to McBride's. Big Bride's Gun, Central Texas family family owned, family
2: owned,
0: operated. If you're looking for the right fire, McBride's can help. You know they've got a a, a gunsmith right there in their shop. They can take care of everything. I've taken my guns there before.
1: Matter of fact, the shotgun mm-hmm. your sister was shooting last night went through the McBride's system to make sure it was safe and ready to hand off. That's right. And it's
0: shooting flawlessly now, see? Well, it's shooting. It's shooting, Not but it's shooting fairly
1: killing birds
0: right. in the air, but yes, that's a whole other matter.
1: You Love can find you. you
0: can find a shotgun that kills more birds than anybody in our community that we hang out with, that we hunt with. You can find a shotgun at McBride that shoots better and kills more birds than anybody you know, my shotgun that I bought from McBride.
1: That was a long way around to try and put a dig in on us. <laughs>
2: oh, wow. You'll
1: find McBride. I've shot him before. You know, you?
2: I miss. I do miss that opening day where Cody is, uh, you know, standing next to him and just letting him talk and talk and <laughs> talk.
0: He does that. All right. You'll find McBride's in the same place it's been for years, the corner of 30th and Lamar. You give him a call. 512-472-3532 or online mcbridesguns.com McBride's Guns,
1: your hometown gun shop our hometown our gun, right. Home gun, shop. gun shop so now it's time for your news of the weird Huh? wild weird strange and crazy things can happen in the outdoors we seek them out and bring them to you each and every week it's time for the outdoor zones outdoor news of the weird You'll appreciate this beefsteak. Oh yeah. Cody was a little bit freaked out when he walked outside the door of the hotel room, and there was a spider or some weird bug trying to get in.
2: Uh-huh. Which
1: brings us, which brings us to the California mom bitten by kissing bug, warns others about danger of silent killer para, para, para-
2: Parasitic. You know that you know just the little bugs crawling in the sheets on your bed, you know the things under your pillow that you yeah, don't Lynn find
1: Offer Hodson was bitten by a try to tritum, try to mine, also known as a kissing bug. She couldn't even feel it. It wasn't until a large itchy lump appeared on her neck the next day that she realized some type of pest had sucked her blood. Hodson had been staying with family in a camper on her ranch in Glass Valley, California, well, that tells you some of it, California, while, while she waited to move into her new home in Penn Valley, a town that was roughly 30-minute drive away. At first, Hobson just believed a spider or mosquito had bitten on her, her on the neck while she was staying in a fifth-wheel camper, but weeks went by, and the bite mark continued to throb and itch. It was... Super itchy for like two or three weeks, Hodson Hodson said, Uh, though she admitted she initially decided against going to the doctor. It wasn't until two months later that Hodson learned by accident the type of deadly bug that had actually bitten her. And see, Hodson decided to donate blood, as she routinely did, once a quarter. Weeks later, the wife and mother received a shocking letter in the mail from the American Red Cross that revealed there were signs she had been infected with the rare parasite Trypanosoma cruzi, which triggers a dangerous illness called Chagas
0: disease.
1: Anyway, she went on to find out that this is one of the uh, – it, it's actually a deadly disease. Kissing bugs spread the infection by biting humans, typically on the face, hence the nickname, and then – defecating near the wound. The (laughs) parasite can then get rubbed into the open wound or get into the body if someone touches their mouth or eyes afterwards. Changa's disease can cause life-threatening heart issues, including heart disease, arrhythmias, and cardiac arrest. One-third of those infected will develop chronic heart disease. My gosh.
0: That's just creepy,
1: creepy stuff. I, it's, You know, the question for me is, uh are bugs
0: getting creepier? No, I think we're I just ain't... figuring out about them. It's not like the Oregon Trail where you just – everything is one of two things that you die from, you know. It's probably – they <laughs> they probably died from many things, but they just lumped them under two categories. Um, so – I don't like bugs. Isn't that kissing bug? Isn't that something? Like, don't we have those?
2: Yeah, we just recently kind of became popular here in Texas now. They're weird looking, too. Kind of like half roach, half uh, June bug, and then half ladybug. It's really creepy. But just the idea that they kind of crawl up and bite you on the face, and then they turn around and defecate in it.
1: Ew! (laughs) Don't say that word again on this show. Ever. (laughs) I mean, uh, I used to get a little... I mean, the only bugs that really creep me out are spiders at this point. I mean, I don't... I mean, I'm used to everything in Texas either bites you, stings you, or sticks you, and I'm kind of used to that. The scorpions, they don't really freak me out. I mean, a little bit, you know, I think... Think about them a little bit, but uh spiders, the I man, brown recluse, and black widows they're the ones that just creep me out.
0: Well, I was standing so this morning, we get up and I go to leave our our hotel room and I open up the door, and on the threshold, standing there, aiming towards our room, is a furry spider, and he is no longer his his guts are smeared across the
1: Threshold <laughs> reservoir as a warning to others
0: who may <laughs> do not grab the, the other thing that that uh,
1: that I think we're highly sensitive to, Cody was yesterday when we had to pull over to the side of the road and check something on the boat or whatever, and he had to jump out in the grass. It was the the idea of chiggers chiggers have creeped us out, and it's not because they're uh because they're creepy, it's because man miserable miserable when you get a britches full
0: of chiggers. well and i felt bad i like i said i was facetiming my little sister yesterday as she was hunting in the dove field and she said oh you're gonna have to get that bird for me i don't have long pants on she had capris on and i was (laughs) like did you spray for chiggers she's like no i'm like oh my gosh there is no way you can find me you'll find me and grass over my ankle unless I absolutely have to. Unless I'm checking, you know, something on the boat and I'm traveling down to Alabama that I will jump out in high grass without long pants on and spraying my ankles and waist. That's the trick. Ankles and waist for chiggers. Because <laughs> dude, there is nothing more miserable than trying to go to bed. Does where every little nook and cranny is itching. Does uh do you or Salt Dog have
1: a a bug that creeps you guys?
2: Um, I don't know, Salt Dog. You spent some time down on the coast. There's big big things are a little bit bigger and uh, weirder. Yeah, uh, nothing nothing in particular. Other than I'm I'm with T J on the whole uh, creep creeped out by spiders thing. Uh, I, I've never been a fan of them. Anything that's as big as my thumbnail and has the potential to kill me is not something I've ever <laughs> wanted to mess with. So. And other than that, not not anything
0: in particular from the coast. I don't know if y'all have ever seen the little bugs that kind of look like crabs and they they
2: burrow into the mud on like mud banks near salt water and stuff like that. And they kind of there's like thousands of them. Those are a little creepy as well. Especially y'all, when they all move together, and it's like yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. It looks like the scarabs from the mummy. Yes, it, that that can get a little creepy.
0: Well, I, well, I I was talking to somebody the other day that uh, had gotten stuck down on the coast by a stingray. And the barb broke off, and so they had to have surgery and cut out of their leg. And Who was that? That was it. Was that? No, I don't know. I don't even know of this story. I can't remember who it was. Somebody got stuck? Were yeah. they waiting? Yeah, waiting, Wet waiting. And, and they stepped on a? Somebody they were fishing with stepped on one, and it kind of took them out the rest of the trip. Yeah. And the bar broke off inside and then became infected, and it was a huge... Ordeal that, I mean, almost took them out. You know, they got, then they got staff from it and from the infection. Oh my gosh.
1: Yeah. You don't hear about that all that much. No. I know people get stuck, but you don't hear those stories
0: very often. Yeah. It's kind of a freaky deal. What you also don't hear about are bears in Louisiana. Well, I guess you, you know, the stories have come out in southern Louisiana a time or two that you've heard that. Black bears have made their way well, and, you, and they've southern,
1: reintroduced them to East Texas.
0: Yeah, a few a few bears in East Texas, maybe South Texas, uh, coming up from Mexico. We've heard that. Right. Uh, right. Maybe Southern Louisiana. They've had a few bears, maybe cross from East Texas or whatever. So we're in North. Was it Northwest Louisiana, on Interstate Twenty? On Interstate, 20. were we
1: on the interstate yeah, already?
0: Yeah. Yeah. Interstate Twenty. And there's a crossing sign, one of those uh you know, you see deer crossing signs or you see child elk crossing elk crossing in Colorado. There was in northwest Louisiana a bear crossing sign and it said next twelve miles.
2: Well speak. So
0: across speak. interstate. And county. it
1: was not like temp like thick timber or anything. I mean no. it was kind of like a mix between some timber and some marsh and...
0: Yeah. Bear crossing lines. in northern Louisiana. Us. Northern Louisiana, and only for the next 12 miles.
2: Well, speaking of crossing, we've crossed a line where we've got to go back over to the other side. we got to do uh, some commercials and uh, recharge and get that coffee pot going again. So if you all don't mind, we're going to take a break and we can talk about bears. And I even have a bug story if you want to continue that. But we are looking forward to... On the flip side, after you get your coffee, it's the uh, new Game Warden Field Notes. Oh, man, it's a good one. We, we, uh, we It's the kind of thing where you want to bring this to the audience because we care about y'all, and we want you to learn from other people's mistakes. So flip back over to uh, 104.9 The Horn and The Bunkhouse, and you'll get Beefsteak Live here in The Bunkhouse and TJ and Cody, Live, or I guess live, I guess remotely live uh, from the uh, Bassmaster uh, tournament that they're fishing out there. So warm your coffee up, go stand on the porch for a couple minutes, and then come back in and enjoy our show.
1: American Blood Brothers, this is Ted Nugent on the Outdoor Zone, live from the bunkhouse with my blood brother, TJ. Whack them and stack 'em, them, would ya?
2: Oh man! Here we're back. I hear y'all. Are you uh, checking for bugs? Is that what you're doing around the equipment yeah, under trash, the door? Scratch. <laughs> I've,
0: I've retrieved my bow, and I'm now hunting spiders here in the in the uh, lobby of the Holiday Inn.
2: Wouldn't that be cool to just so you know just to freak people out? Uh, go to your to your hotel, and then you know order room service and. And uh, when they come to the door, just make sure that you have your bow, and you're like, "Hey, just come on in, it's open," and you've got, you know, full draw right there. And uh, a
0: deer hanging from the closet, <laughs> just so, dripping into
2: the into the
0: yeah, uh, in the bathtub. bathtub, a deer in the bathtub, deer
1: <laughs> so, in your underwear.
0: So it can happen if you're traveling. People and you're, do it. Sounds like a college dorm in
1: Bryan, yeah. Texas.
0: So that's Archery how how country archery country 8121 research boulevard friends of ours have an archery shop there and they are the only true archery shop in our area that takes care of everything from matthews bows hoyt bows any bow you got you just want to take in there and get tuned up they'll help you do it right then and there they've got a indoor range full indoor range plus all the accessories they've got pros in there that'll help you uh, set your bow up, get you shooting straight. It's that time of year. Archery season is just around the corner. You go see our friends at 8121 Research Boulevard. If you're not a hunter and you just want to learn how to shoot a bow, maybe you haven't shot a bow, they'll take you through every step right there. No obligation to buy. Go see our friends at Archery Country, AustinArcheryCountry.com, 512 452 five one two four five two twelve Twenty-two. They're closed Sundays and Mondays, but open back up on Tuesdays through Saturdays. Go see our friends at Austin Archery Country.
2: So, speaking of uh, of the the bug story, I wanted to kind of come back and don't you remember that one thing that always creeps me out? Uh, there was a Twilight Zone Rod Sterling, and I don't know if y'all remember this, but there was that one episode where. This guy was, uh, held down or they pulled, put it head and, you know, strapped to this gurney and, uh, they had put a, what they call an earwig, a bug that went into oh. his ear and started eating through his brain. Don't and then it, it, no, and then it came out, they went through this long, torturous thing, the whole episode and all this, and finally, finally it comes out the other side. And it <laughs> is hanging out, the, and the doctor, or the person there is going, hmm, all right, Whew, man, it's out, the nightmare is over. And he goes, well, the good news is the 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 bug came, you know, the earwig has passed, and that's over. The bad news is she was I pregnant. She was pregnant. Oh. And she laid eggs.
0: <laughs>
1: and it's always. Do you see that weird, creepy stuff every once in a while where somebody has like a. Tapeworm crawl across their eyeball or whatever. Oh my gosh.
2: Stop. So you should well, raise your hey, hand. I mean, stop. have you have you ever had ringworm? Have you ever had tapeworms?
1: I'm not confessing to anything along <laughs> no. those lines at all.
2: Well, what if I said I checked both of those boxes off? Okay. So, so have oh. you had
1: an earwig crawl through your? No, ears? not an earwig. Tapeworm in your eyeball.
2: <laughs> <laughs> hey, you get stuff when you're in the outdoors, right? Anyways.
1: uh, Time for your game warden field notes.
0: These are the stories of the brave and courageous men and women of law enforcement, defenders of the outdoors. These are true game warden field notes.
1: So just having come back from Utah, I thought this an appropriate uh, report. One Utah man's bow hunting adventure turned tragic this past week after falling from the back of a jeep while bow hunting for deer in Beaver Canyon, Utah, according to police. A written statement issued by Utah Highway Patrol says the incident took place about 10:30 a.m. last Monday on State Route 153. The incident involved a silver Jeep wrangler. According to the highway patrol, the Jeep had two passengers that were bow hunting for mule deer while standing on a homemade rack mounted to a hitch of the Jeep. A single strap handle attached to the roll cage of the Jeep broke, and one of the two men standing on the back fell off the vehicle and impacted the back of his head onto the pavement. A medical helicopter was dispatched to the scene as first responders attempted to rescue resuscitate the individual. Unfortunately, the man identified as Nicholas J. DeMoss, 28, of West Valley City, was pronounced dead at the scene. When a bow hunter dies, it pushes us to stop and think. This sad story serves as yet another reminder of the importance of safety regardless of where, when, and how we hunt. Think before you act. There's not an animal out there worth the risk of unsafe actions. Our prayers go out to the DeMoss family. And that that circles there's two things. One is I have no idea what they're talking about, how they're driving around. These guys are on a rack on the back of a Jeep bow hunting mule
0: deer. So Well, it's probably a spot and stock situation where they're driving, you know, the mule deer stuff. With the bow, that's thirty yards. Right, but you but I mean that's how you do it for mule deer a lot of times you spot and stalk there but not
1: 30 yards you're talking spot and stalk where you're shooting 300 yards with a
0: no wind mag no you can set up on on uh mule deer where you spot them 300 yards away and then you figure out how the wind over there no 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 you get out you get out at that point and you crawl you know you kind of get in that low area and you crawl your way over walk your way over maybe they were just going and setting up and a tree line somewhere well i do know i do know that
1: uh bow hunting especially where you use uh bow stands where you're using uh jack stands and climbers and stuff like that i know that uh safety harnesses are critical we have a, a koz guy uh who will tell you his story that uh it was just two years ago maybe he just celebrated his anniversary of the accident, where he fell out of his stand while he was setting it up, and one of the foot pegs impaled
0: him. Yeah, yeah. And
1: just about died there, but he crawled out of the woods, was in the hospital for years,
0: Not or year. I mean uh,
1: weeks. Yeah. And but survived, and he tells the story that God told him, "Hey, I'm keeping you alive for a reason." And I want you to pay real close attention. And then he found KOZ. And so the outdoors, teaching safety, teaching the outdoors to kids is what his life is about now. It's a beautiful and amazing, crazy
0: story. But, uh. Well, and and like the. Like it said, the. Like a tie strap was holding the. The stand on the back of the Jeep?
2: You yeah, know, Cody. Use a,
0: use a tie strap as, uh, as a as Roll a the couch on top of your car when you're driving. Well, or or use it as a backup. Don't use it as your sole source. Primary. Your primary source. I've had it happen. You know, straps break. They get brittle or the tension strength isn't as strong. Or It's a mechanical device. We talk about it with firearms. Mechanical device. They can and will fail you at some point. So it's it's uh, just another safety tip. Don't rely on a mechanical device. Yeah,
1: beefsteak has always been good about uh, belt and suspenders both. Yeah. That's it.
0: That's belt
2: right, because you don't want to make that mistake I, that happened in the Sonic, you know, that one time. <laughs> you know, you got to have a backup for that. Hey, you know, I, I, speaking of that, well, first of all, I want to say one of the pieces of this story is that he fell off and hit his head, impacted the pavement. So I'm kind of thinking they're either on the edge of a parking lot, you know, or they're uh, on the side of a road. So well, are I think you...
0: it's that West Texas thing where they've got, you know, 30,000 acres of land to cover and so you may take a big road you know that's the way i envision it to get to another pasture or another set of crawls or rolling hills
2: well, anyway still that 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 leads to the thing of you know be careful out there i we had steve hall on uh, a couple weeks ago and uh, about hunter's ed that uh, for texas and they write the curriculum based on the difficulties and the incidents that they see out there and now i yeah. know why they have an inordinate amount of time during the uh, education spent on tree stands and halls.